Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And I'm Dana at It's Dana B. Hey guys. (laughs) Happy Wednesday or whatever day of the week you're listening to this episode. Yes, yes. So uh, today's episode, we're just going to go ahead and jump straight into it. Today, we're going to be talking about hot topics and giving like our personal opinions on Mm -hmm. different hot topics that's going on currently in the media. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is going to be a fun episode because we're just going to be able to do a ton of ranting. Oh yeah. We'll see about revelations, but I know the rants are going to be real. I'm a little bit nervous because Mm -hmm. I feel like I just don't know what has been going on in the world. Yeah. So will I have enough to enrich this conversation? I it's think so. crazy because when you're not on social media, when you're not on Twitter, when you're not on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's honestly like, how did we exist before this stuff? Because <laughs> I remember doing? when you were like, this happened, this happened. I was like, wait, all because I've only been off for what, a month? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all this has happened in one month? Mm-hmm. Well, this is just recently. Oh Lord. <laughs> so this is much. just recently. Yeah. I get you though, because I'm not like super, super active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I kind of get my news from YouTube based mm-hmm. off of like people who just like talk about different topics. So I didn't even like watch their video or anything because I knew we we're going to be talking about it. Right. But I saw like the YouTuber had everything listed out that she was talking about. So she was like, this happened, this, wow. this, this. And I was like, dang, like that's information overload. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because not only are you processing what that person, that celebrity experience, now you're reading through the different comments. Do some people agree? Do they disagree? How do you feel? You don't. And I feel like that's my thing with social media. After you get so much information, you don't really know how you feel about something. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really know. Like you read something, you're like, oh, I thought that was cool. Okay. This is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, anyway, I'm, I'm, let me start ranting about the hot topics yeah. and not how I think we all need a social media break every so often. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get into it then. So first things first, this is kind of, I feel like going to be a kind of music inspired, but we're going to jump into T-Pain and Usher. So okay. there is a show that has, or like a series that has premiered on Netflix called This Is Pop. And basically oh. it's just different episodes about like some of pop cultures, like biggest or like popular icons because of different things that they did and they're just kind of talking about their story so t-pain is one of them because you know he was like the auto-tune guy yeah so he shared in his segment that usher told him and this is a quote i'm gonna tell you something man you kind of effed up music so t-pain took this information and thought that usher was joking because he they were friends so he was like oh like what and then usher was like no for real like you effed up music like made music like horrible and basically t-pain responded by saying like but i used it i didn't tell everyone else to start using it referring to Mm auto-tune so he said he doesn't think that he realized this for a long time but that's the very moment that started a four-year depression for him wow Yes. Yes. So how do you feel if someone that is your friend and someone who look, who you look up to in your industry tells you that what you're doing basically has messed up your industry? (laughs) How would you feel? That's heavy. Yeah. 
wow, um, how would I feel? So on the one hand, it's always an appreciation for that person's honesty. Yeah. Right. But even the way Usher stated it, he didn't say, I feel like you effed up the yeah. music industry. He's just saying you did. Yeah. So it's like, is this a general consensus? How long have you been feeling this way? Have you been having, you know, other conversations with other people? Yeah. So those times when you were applauding me for my work or like my awards and accomplishments, were you being fake? Are you actually jealous? Like, I would have so many questions and I can see why T-Pain found that depressing mm -hmm. because they were friends, right? Yeah, they were friends. So it's just like, while you would think you're the one person in my, not the one person, but you're mm -hmm. someone in, in my corner I can count on. And you're basically telling me my work that I'm proud of is trash. Right, right. And I feel like when you're someone who's been in the industry for so long, like Usher, like yeah. I feel like, or just in your industry in general, so taking Usher out of it, like mm. you should be courteous or like cautious with how you speak to new people, because mm -hmm. these are the people that are going to be continuing on after you. Granted, Usher is still going to this day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still and they're dancing. close in age too. And yeah. he was on, or I don't know if they're close in age, but they, it's not like there's a huge age difference. Like 2040. No. Right. So right. it's not like he's mentoring T-Pain necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that age is the only way people can be mentored, but just for this instance. Mm -hmm. So I do hear what you're saying. Like, yes, he definitely should be careful with the way he states things in general, but I can see how like, he probably didn't feel the need to protect his feelings. Like you're a grown man. Mm, you know, I've yeah. been on the scene way man. before you. Yeah. Very rough. <laughs> very rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Usher probably felt like I've been on the scene longer than you have. And here you come, you're new on the scene and you're trying to switch things up. That's not how the game's played. Yeah. That's probably how he felt. So I don't know if his intention was to hurt T-Pain, mm -hmm. but that just goes to show you the power of words. Right. Because I know, because T-Pain can actually sing. We know that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I mm -hmm. feel like because he used auto-tune, maybe Usher was saying, okay, now you've opened the door to people who can't really sing, who are profiting off of it, using auto-tune. Meanwhile, I'm been, I've been busting my butt for 20 something years oh. and blah, blah, blah. So I can see why he would think the introduction of heavy auto-tune can mess up the industry. But mm -hmm. bruh, like T-Pain said, don't put that on me. I used it right. I had, this is my swag. Right. That's their business. Right, right, like, right. You can't protect everybody. Like what? So it's, I have the key to the music industry? Get out of here. <laughs> you got hot. <laughs> Girl, what? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Especially because I'm fans of both of them. Same, I love right? both Usher. Both Usher, I also love T-Pain. Same. Um, but I wonder if, and I know you just read that quote, do you know if they ever talked about it during those that four year period? Or was this his first time letting Usher know like, yo, what you said really hurt my feelings to the point that, and I'm sure this wasn't the one thing that caused the four year depression, right? Mm -hmm. He must've been dealing with a lot of other things, but four years later, 10 years later, I still remember what you said in the moment that like, dang, I really feel like, is there a way out? Yeah. So he, I don't think they addressed it. Like, I don't think they spoke to each other, 
Mm-hmm. But um, I know he did tweet about it. I think he basically was like, he doesn't have any beef with us or anything like that. He was just kind of sharing how he felt like his piece. He said, so <sighs> no hard feelings, you know, he dealt with the depression that he was dealing with that he, you know, had, and he moved on. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I guess like, I guess maybe you should be able to tell your friends how you feel. The one thought that comes to mind is like, this is not a good look for Usher because just recently they were dragging him. Do you remember the Usher bucks or like the Usher dollars at the strip club? Oh my gosh. Yes. And now people going to find out that you caused T-Pain's four-year depression. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Usher kind of seemed, I wouldn't say spotless, but he's kind of one of the ones that's been able to just kind of transcend without too, too much crazy drama. drama. Mm-hmm. Now this is just like random weird stuff. That's just like, what, who are you really then? So you a hater? Right, 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 right. Hmm. Okay. Next thing we're going to transition into Chris Brown child. So Chris Brown, <laughs> remember when offline app, like before the episode, I kind of chuckled and not in a laughing way, but like, in a, oh my gosh, this is mm-hmm. why. So Chris Brown, um, recently got assault charge allegations and charges put against him because he, his, uh, alleged victim told the cops that Brown smacked the back of her head so hard that part of her hair weave came out. <laughs> it's not like, funny it is wait, not funny you're you just so I mean? dramatic you said part of the hair weave came out my what question, lady say it doesn't matter but like was it glued was it sewed in did you have clippings sis she was probably real comfortable so she probably had a pee she could have had some clippings she could have had a wig but oh. she didn't glue it down because she was comfortable you know wow. her lace was real transparent she thought nobody would notice oh, Boom, wow. off her head. <laughs> oh my that's, gosh that's messed up Lady, I am so sorry. And it's not funny that you got smack in the back of your head. It's just like, dang, yo, we fell out. Wild business. So um, Chris Brown needs to be stopped. Immediately. He should have been stopped after he smacked, not smacked. He should have been stopped. <laughs> I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I think it's the way we're speaking. <laughs> He's a smacker up, smacker up. It's not funny. It's oh, not, Lord. it's not them. It's not them. It's us. That's the way we're saying it. It's because we're kids. Yeah, we're children. Anywho, child, mm-hmm. Chris Brown should have been stopped after that entire incident with Rihanna. Yeah, but people love a comeback story, so. They do, and I get a second chance, but I'm sure this was not the second time he's placed his hand on a woman. Um, so apparently in 2017, um, excuse me, apparently in 2017, a judge granted Karuchi a request for a restraining order, a five-year restraining order, because um, she said that he threatened to kill her. So something going on with him. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You know, I used to volunteer with the YWCA. Mm-hmm. And the local branch I volunteered with, their one of their big focuses was men and women who experience sexual violence, sexual harassment, mm-hmm. and domestic violence. So mm-hmm. that just became, I think I was always passionate about it, but in learning so much about it, training and just working with people who were victims of all three, 
it's just heartbreaking in a sense. Mm-hmm. Not in a sense, it's heartbreaking. One thing that stood out to me is when a partner threatens to kill their significant other. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically when a man threatens to kill his wife, his girlfriend, his partner, Mm -hmm. he is either four times or seven times more likely to do it. Wow. Just by saying the words. He's there. Mm -hmm. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. So I'm so glad Karuchi did what he need, what she needed to do and got that restraining order Mm -hmm. because the chances were significantly higher just because he was bold enough to state Say that. it. Oh exactly. So, and I, I mean, I, I, I definitely believe everyone deserves a second chance. What I don't understand is, okay, you got a second chance in your career. You have people supporting you, whatever. I don't understand how like other women dated him. That's kind of like the R. Kelly thing too. I feel like it's probably just access to power Mm. um I mean Chris Brown to me used to be a looker now I mean it's just kind of like not so much way not so much not at all yeah so I feel like I don't know if that's also (laughs) a way Jose women (laughs) and it's not even old age it's not no it's drug use it's hard drugs yeah allegedly oh yeah you're right we gotta say allegedly so we don't get sued (laughs) yeah allegedly Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just like it, it just, it really sucks that, like you said, like, I feel like all of those things, like, who cares about those things? Like, you should, and this is no way, how can I put this? This is not me saying that people can't change, but I just don't know, based off of all of the string of things that's happened, I don't know if he's been doing the work that he has to do to where he could have a partner and not have to deal with these same issues that keep arising. So... I don't know what it will take for Chris Brown to like, just like, I don't know if it is the money, the power, the drug, mm-hmm. you know, allegedly, I don't know if it's all of that, that like still makes him work in that, like operate in that way. But it's like, well, you know, he did see a while ago. I don't remember what talk show he was a guest on. He shared how he witnessed his mom experiencing domestic violence. He always said he did not want to repeat that pattern. Again, mm-hmm. another stat is when you come from that kind of home, it's you have a higher chance of repeating what you see, what you saw right. growing up. Right. So I do, however, believe that once you're in the limelight and you have access to power, to money, to fame, there's so many people who expect things out of you. And I, we're not in his world. So I can't imagine the pressure that comes with just being Chris Brown. Right. Yeah. And he's an amazing artist, of course, lyrically, the or not lyrically, but like the fact that he can sing and he dances and even when he paints. Right. Like you've ever like looked at one of his drawings or his paintings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really great to look at. It's so colorful and it's bright. But if you really take a moment to look at it, he pours a lot of like that dark stuff he's battling with in his drawings. Mm-hmm. It's really like, how in the world did you come up with this stuff? So I can't imagine being in his world, being in his shoes and carrying the weight of what it means to be Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. But I also think that when you're in that position and you're you're someone's way for them to feed their family. They care less about Chris Brown, the man and the person, mm-hmm. and more about Chris Brown, the celebrity, because that's what puts food on my family's table. So even if they know he's spiraling out of control or he needs help or he needs, you know, two months, three months, a year out of the limelight where, where he's working on 
recovery and forgiving himself and forgiving people who have hurt him, they're not willing to do that because that's going to hurt their bag. Wow. Survival of the fittest, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that's true for the people who are in his circle because we don't know them yeah. personally. Yeah. But if instances like this keep popping up and he clearly has the money to afford the help, but the help is not working or he's not getting it, something has to change. And yeah. if he's not strong enough to do it himself, we would hope his family, his community, whoever would say, hey, I know you love music, but we're going to have to do something else so that you can be here for a long time to do what you love. You can't yeah. go around hitting women when they make you upset. Yeah. Wow. Well said. <laughs> you can't, you know, because I'm Very just well like, said. maybe he feels, again, I know all these stats and stuff, but like, well, I'm not saying I know all these stats, but I read somewhere how women who are married to athletes, mm-hmm. uh, police officers and veterans, they typically find themselves in those type of situations because these men are in very stressful careers. Yeah. And oftentimes they don't have outlets outside of their partners. So they take it out that all of that aggression and testosterone on their partner. Wow. Now he's neither a police officer. He's neither an athlete or a war veteran but he deals with a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. He saw this stuff growing up. So this may be the only outlet he knows. And even though people say, when you know better, you do better. I'm sure he knows better, but he's not doing better. And that's where he needs help. Exactly. Wow. Very well said, Dana B. I I said a lot. Yeah. And none of it could be true because again, we're not in the house with him. So he's probably like, nope, I go to therapy every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm fine. I just like smacking people in the back of the head. That's wild. That's so wild. That can't be true. But I'm like, at this, we've been watching Manifest on Netflix. We know anything is possible. (laughs) Okay. So who knows? At this point, it's all speculation, guys. Yeah. But whatever the case may be, um, I hope that young lady is okay. I hope she, she doesn't feel like her life is at risk and that she gets the justice she deserves. Yeah. Agreed. Great way to end off that segment. So let's get into something a little lighter. So two more topics real quick. These can be quick, rapid fire. Do you agree? I mean, well, this one is, do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think? Okay. Rapid fire. Trick Daddy says that Beyonce doesn't write music and can barely sing her mother effing self. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think about Trick Daddy saying that? <laughs> Is this a safe place? <laughs> it's a safe place. No, well, it's not. Not in, on the interwebs. You know Beyonce say, owns the interwebs. Yeah, it's not a safe place. Proceed with um, caution. Oh, gosh. Trick Daddy just... That's what I think. I'm talking for, I do think Beyonce can sing. I mean, we can't compare her to a Mariah Carey or a Whitney Houston. That's exactly what he said, literally. And that's fine. It's less about the vocals and less about like, she knows how to put on, she's a performer. Even Mm. if you don't see her bringing it to life, like the way she sing it, you know, Mm. it's not because she's hitting high notes or like her, well, Halo, she hit high notes or she had range. Yeah, Yeah, range in Halo. Yeah, what about if I ain't got nothing? What song is that? Oh, one plus one equals two. Yep, yep, yep. She got a bag in that one. 
I don't know. That was one of her slower ones where it felt like she got in her bag, even if she really didn't. Because she's just good at what she does. She's not like a vocalist per se, where I'm going to be like, oh, let's do a Beyonce and Whitney Houston versus ever. Mm. Mm. But she's at the top of her game. She yeah. knows what she's doing. Her songs always hit with her target audience. When yeah. she performs, she blows people like she blows people away. She's amazing. So I don't understand. Why did he even say that? Like, what? Who cares? Yeah, I I pulled up why he even got into that whole thing. I'm not really sure why. And he just kept on. Then he repeated it again because he went on somewhere else and they asked him about it. And then finally he was like, okay, I'm, I'm not saying she can't sing. I'm just saying like, she's not my Whitney Houston. Like she can be y'all Whitney Houston, but she's not for me. Okay, but who cares? <laughs> and it's, it's not like trick daddy. Exactly. What? You're trick daddy. Are you at the top of your game to say that? Yeah. I mean, I have a respect for Trick Daddy because, you know, he's like 305 gang, gang, gang. Of course, of but, course. Stay in your lane regardless. Yeah, we we all know Beyonce is untouchable. So, and I think he mentioned that too. Like people, you know, he felt, he says that people feel as if you can't say, you know, what you want to say because of X, Y, Z, then you're not really like being you if you mm. can't really say it, which I get it. But at the same time, sorry, it's Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I just now not just now, maybe like within the past two years really became a fan of Beyonce. Before I didn't feel any other way, any kind of way about her. And I felt like the Beehive did a lot. Yeah. But now I kind of see what people are saying. So Trick Daddy, if you said this about two years ago, I would have been riding hard for you for sure. Like he's right. You guys just be hyping her. But now I see the value in Beyonce. Gotcha. Last topic. Nick she Cannon. said, let's wrap this up. <laughs> that was like a gotcha. Great. <laughs> and going forward, Nick Cannon <laughs> is expecting his fourth baby since 2020. And I think this is baby number seven. Please bring up the stuff that you saw on Twitter, please. Oh, it's so much. I can't like, I cannot. The one thing that comes to mind is mm-hmm. somebody said he's creating, um, a group of, uh, uh, group all right, he's creating a group of interracial soldiers. And they're yeah. like, what kind of war is he getting ready for? <laughs> so that had me on the floor. Uh, then I saw another one where it said, this is Nick Canning showing up at his mer- maternity shoots every month. And yeah. it was like this professor walking to the class every day, same folder, but a different shirt, <laughs> same kind of shirt, different same color shirt. shirt. Yeah, same polo. Different colors. Listen, different colors. I don't have time to go in and have different outfits. I'm trying to be as structured as possible. Red, be done blue, with it. yellow, khaki pants. Keep it moving. Done. Done. And <laughs> I know on Monday I wear the red. <laughs> like that's it. So um, how do I feel about it? I feel like he can afford it. Why not? Um, long as he's going to be a present father, why not? Yeah. And he we said he always kids. he said he loved kids. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, child. I I also personally have a problem with um, men making women baby mamas. And that's a whole conversation for another day because they need Wait, to say, are the well, men making them though? Exactly. That's what I was saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But at the same time, it's also like you just going around having unprotected sex with women to pop out kids. Like, what are you doing? It's just a sense of irresponsibility for me. But he can afford it. Uh, you're still having unprotected sex with several different women 
in the same like are you all getting yeah. tested are you communicating that yeah, like yeah, 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 nobody yeah. Does, nobody yeah. cares oh no 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 <laughs> listen 2020 was a hard year okay apparently it was for nick cannon Woo. <laughs> literally and figuratively speaking hello um uh, i mean produced okay yeah yeah I, it makes sense i guess child that's my own personal thing i don't want to be no one's um baby mama but let me be quiet so i don't have to come back here next month and be like all right y'all so, <laughs> so. something happened <laughs> It was not my choice. <laughs> right. But I wonder if like Mariah Carey is like talking to her kids like, child. <laughs> so daddy has a new, like, you know, when you take the deep sigh, you fix the yeah. face. <laughs> so guys, you have a new brother. Next <laughs> month. So guys, daddy. You're going to have a sister. <laughs> um, maybe she is, but also it's time for her to start planning because Christmas is right around the corner. So right. I feel like she's like, look, do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, December, you need to come take these two kids in this house. Because <laughs> I'm going to be on tour. I, I got to secure the back. Right. We know Christmas is for Mariah Carey. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. child, I don't know. I guess. Wow. If you can afford it, I mean, why not? And if the, again, women do have a say. So if the women yeah. want to have a baby with you, they don't mind that, you know, some of their kids may share birthdays, whatever um <laughs> it's great it's wonderful oh my gosh well congrats to them though <laughs> congrats oh, yeah congrats babies are blessings yes they are all right so let's go ahead and get into revelations girl i my revelation is a lot of things be happening okay people with money and fame and power they be team too much they have a lot going on my thing is that it's not only relegated to people with fame and power and money like this. Remember when we did our tomfoolery episode oh, and the mess that. Yeah. So my revelation is people lead different lives. <laughs> they Simply do. And, yeah. You know, people just lead different lives. And I'm trying to get to a place where like nothing amazes me. Nothing surprises me. Because mm. you can't control what people do. And as much as we want to think we're good people we're not I'm sure there's some part of our lives if it was put on front street we would be dragged hmm. Michelle's like can't relate <laughs> I'm like trying to think hmm, combing through the files like I'm I'm sure sh- I eh, I'm sure yes 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 no for sure I can think of something where it's like okay Dang, well, girl, you were tripping people, let's not give the people rain to try to see if they can figure <laughs> out to do it keep the revelation going so um, my revelation is <laughs> running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My revelation is people just lead different lives. Doesn't matter rich or not wealthy. Well, rich and wealthy is the same thing. Rich, famous, powerful, or a nobody in the middle of nowhere. Like we all have our stuff. Mm-hmm. All of us. Mm-hmm. Some people's stuff just gets put out there on in people. Yeah magazine yeah. and on the shade room tmz and the and shade TMZ. room hello yeah. and tmz mm-hmm. yeah so i mean again i just want to get to a place where nothing surprises me i don't want to judge anyone even if i have my own opinion about it yeah i, I don't want to judge anyone because i know i'm not perfect right but sometimes it's like our world is it's so small yeah yeah you know like this is just the famous people in one part of the world 
think about what's going on all over the globe. Yeah. Yeah. Like all over. This is just the United States. Yeah. Wow. And not even all of the United States. It's not like it's not, this is all happening in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Very that's busy. insane. Mm-hmm. Very busy. So I just that's my revelation. What can I say? Uh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this pop culture, <laughs> pop culture, this like hot topic, you know, regarding like kind of like music industry, pop culture, whatever. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode. We seem stressed. Yeah, because we both have our hands on the side of our face. We're like, it was just a lot. There's a lot going this is on. not our usual MO. Like we usually don't do like yeah this kind of topic so it's like oh can we talk about something else that's gonna make us be better people right right but if you guys liked it though let us know (laughs) yeah if you liked it if you got into the tea let us know but if you're like okay guys no i want to be enriched you know mentally (laughs) physically then we got your next episode or you can do some of our other ones you know yeah 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 we're trying Um, to you know diversity switch it up come on yeah keep it spicy um, please be sure to visit us on Instagram at ransomrevelations.tvs. And please, like I said, let us know if you enjoyed this episode. And if you see any other hot topics or anything you want us to discuss, please be sure to comment or DM us and let us know. We will catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye, y'all.